the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here wishing you Merry Christmas for the last time in uh, this will be airing on New Year's Day, actually. So the last time coming 2021, 2020. Uh, <laughs> we have our last uh, batch of recaps, non-Hallmark. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Amy's here. Hey guys. Amy, how are you doing? Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I hope you had as good a Christmas as possible uh, under this you. crazy year. <laughs> I hope you did as well. <laughs> yes, I did. It was kind of ironic for me because the last probably five years, I've actually been alone on Christmas Day because mm -hmm. I've always been celebrating it either a little bit after or a little bit before because my parents had been visiting the grandkids in different states. And so with everything with COVID and everything, I actually got to spend Christmas day with my parents. I was like, this is very unusual. Like, know, it's just yeah. ironic that the year of isolation is the one year that I actually spend with family on Christmas. See, see, that's the thing that I thought was funny too, is everyone was like complaining they couldn't see their family, but all of my family lives out of state. So like, it was always just the four of us anyways on Christmas day. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it wasn't any different for us at the holidays really haven't been any difference for us because yeah it's always just been us every like the past couple of years like all my other families moved either out of state or like yeah my aunt, other aunts and uncles have grandkids and stuff now so they always spent christmas and new year's and thanksgiving with their grandkids they didn't spend it with us anymore so yeah <laughs> i think maybe the biggest difference this year is like we didn't have a church party or, mm -hmm. you know, some of those other kinds of things that I would have got, normally gone to. I usually go to Christmas Carol every year at a local theater. I went, I went and saw it this year at the movie theater mm -hmm. and don't worry, there was only five people in a massive, <laughs> massive auditorium. I was fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, so that was really cool to get to do, but it's just different mm -hmm. uh, to to those like group experiences that you normally yeah. have around miss, the holidays yeah i really missed the because we couldn't have winter parties at school yeah um, with the kids and so like i really missed because the, the kids at school like and at the elementary school they get so happy decorating their cookies or like yeah. you know coloring their you know coloring sheets and stuff and it's really fun the winter parties are always really fun on the last day before break but couldn't do that this year but yeah i miss that because the kids always look so cute like the kindergartners normally have little headbands with um reindeer on them and stuff so yeah that's true <laughs> i think kids really felt it mm -hmm. and yeah. teenagers have really felt it all year i think i mean especially not having graduation and mm -hmm. and you know just teenagers yeah. especially want to I gather mean I mean, well, but even me in college, I mean, I didn't get to graduate in yeah. May and technically yeah. I'm supposed to graduate with my graduate degree degree again in this May and I'm not going to get a graduation ceremony for this either. So man. yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh so. man, but <laughs> good news. My, one of my very good friends, Camille, she's a nurse. She got mm -hmm. her vaccination this week. So uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's. <laughs> I yeah. just feel hope that now at least somebody that is a good friend of mine has gotten the vaccine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I have a couple aunts that are nurses that have gotten in the past week or two. And yeah, so it's really cool. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. like this time next year, this episode, we'll be doing this last Christmas episode next year and we'll be like, oh yeah, things have been back to normal for a couple uh, months now type of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm hoping hope that's that's what it'll look like when we're making this episode yeah. next year. 
I hope so too. I, I, well, from what I read, not to get too down this, uh, this, uh, um, this rabbit hole, rabbit hole, that's the word, um, is I read that, that there, the CDC is hoping that most people will be able to have been vaccinated by July that uh that all that that's sort of that last phase is march through july mm-hmm. and obviously it probably won't work out quite that's that well but but uh but there's i think pretty good cause to yeah. figure that by christmas will be yeah my my hope is for the next holiday season so i'm hoping like halloween thanksgiving mm-hmm. christmas next year is my like ideal timeline for yeah. me at least but yeah yeah i'm not i mean i'm hopeful my optimistic uh date is that maybe I might be able to get it in March. That's kind of my mm-hmm. optimistic uh, projection, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll just see, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we've got new, new, new year's, new movies coming mm-hmm. up. New things so, to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And I hope people, I hope y'all listened to our preview with Greg McBride and our talking about why you were sleeping. It mm-hmm. was so fun. <laughs> this week and for january for hallmarkies podcast we are going to be doing a lot of list episodes and uh then uh yeah we're going to be doing we're going to be a bunch of list episodes we're gonna have like the best of hallmark christmas best of hallmark uh, hallmark non-christmas best of non-hallmark christmas it's gonna be really fun and we're like we're excited about that but it's kind of a, a bit of a lighter month be a little relaxing yeah for us and so we're enjoying it but we have one more episode to talk about christmas movies and <laughs> lifetime was not kind of just christmas week nope. it, it, <laughs> <these> were, <laughs> i mean i give these movies a lot of leeway i mean mm-hmm. most of my film critic friends are like what are you doing why are you watching those movies <laughs> but so <laughs> i mean but even me well these movies were terrible and uh there was a few bright spots in them but it was a rough batch and i it was really just it felt like christmas movie dumping ground and you think that they since they were doing a week more movies than hallmark you would think that they would try to kind of maybe distinguish themselves maybe save some really good ones but no that is not the path they they chose Mm -mm were really bad so we decided so we're going to talk about these movies probably pretty quickly uh but i always hate doing a super negative show and so we decided to talk about the 12 dates of christmas which you can find on disney plus and uh, something that we both enjoy uh, to end off the episode so let's dive in let's talk about these films and so we'll start out with spotlight on christmas this uh, stars Tori Anderson and Victor Zink Jr. It is actually directed by Ali Liebert. I'll start cool. Ali Liebert. Yep. And it is uh, dumped before Christmas. Famous Hollywood actress Olivia secretly returns to her hometown to eat cookies and avoid the press. Instead, she has to step up to take the starring role in her own life, realizing that home is where the heart is. So amy what overall did you think about this one? Oh goodness okay um i'm glad rachel went first and said that this was a bad lineup of movies because um this movie i wanted it to be good um 
but really honestly it was so repetitive and it was something we've seen before so many times like literally three days before literally in a christmas break was the exact same Mm -hmm. movie except for gender swapped yeah it's about a hollywood celebrity coming in Mm -hmm. to direct the town play i personally prefer christmas break to this i i thought that i don't know i just thought the script was better i thought it was better a better movie this is probably my favorite of the batch though to be honest i mean this Mm. is nothing special but i would watch it <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably my favorite of the group. Yeah, uh, it's. it's but she was kind of annoying to me. <laughs> I didn't really like her that much. And I yeah. like Victor Zing Jr. I think he's good. Yeah, he, he did a good handsome. job. I I do want to say though, the little sister in this movie, I really enjoyed her. I think she did a good job. She was cute. She was but the adorable. mom looked like she yeah. was the same age as Tori Anderson. <laughs> a little bit yeah yeah i was a little and it took me a second to realize i was like okay she's all sad about her dad's truck but her dad is right there and it took me a little bit to realize oh her mom is remarried (laughs) they didn't like really explain that and it was a little confusing yeah and what did you think of that weird whole section where there she goes to get sweet and condensed milk and they go she goes to like a gift shop it yeah. was not a grocery store and i'm sure that had something to do with covid because they must have, there must be some reason they couldn't have filmed in a grocery store or something like that because it was so weird i was like why would you buy semen condensed milk at this gift shop and two cans of condensed milk for 14 dollars. well see somebody corrected me on that though because she also bought the hat Oh, okay. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, she bought the hat. But I was I like, said that on Twitter. I was like, condensed, how expensive is condensed milk? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is like must be fancy condensed milk. But I don't it was I'm just like, it was really it was it was a gift shop. It, okay. I think it literally was a gift shop <laughs> that they were shooting so in. <laughs> my thought was like they're in such a small town that it was like maybe a general store type of thing. <laughs> but it didn't even like i i just have to believe that they had to shoot in there because of covid that the grocery stores were like off you know because of everything why was why was the condensed milk (laughs) surrounded by like homemade jams i will never know (laughs) so weird (laughs) it was strange and uh yeah so she volunteers to coach the play uh the all the students just love her and did you feel like she was trying to be wonder woman or trying to be they were or trying to be captain marvel oh i was getting like a super girl vibe type of thing but but it was like movies though i guess so i guess like captain marvel or wonder woman i don't know i think they were trying to do captain marvel okay i think but uh but they were they were i forget what they called her uh, it had something to do with character. like space and it was like captain crusade or something i can't remember yeah, what the word like was but it made me think of captain marvel mm-hmm. and it was so weird because kimberly sested was in like two shots of this movie yeah so and what on earth <laughs> now that i know that ali liebert directed it isn't she friends with kimberly yeah. Sested? okay but so- why wouldn't you have kimberly sested be the paparazzi you know like because there was a main paparazzi yeah. character 
why wouldn't you have her be that character why would you have her be just like in literally two shots I don't know maybe Kimberly was like hey I can come on set for a day and like there Allie was like oh cool let's do these you can do this two scenes for a day I don't know yeah I mean obviously it does have you assume it does have something to do with their friendship but yeah. still it was kind of bonkers it was like what it was distracting and so that was weird uh but all the students love her except for the one student who's super grumpy and jack is his name mm-hmm. and she basically kind of talks to him and they both have dead dads so they can <laughs> or dead parents so they can bond and so i did think when he makes her dinner it was a little bit cute Mm -hmm. uh so he makes her dinner and he finds the recipe for the north pole pie that she loves Mm -hmm. that her uh her her dad grandma's or something and that her dad would make Mm -hmm. so that was nice um and you have Matthew James Dowden playing her ex in this, which I love him. Mm-hmm. He was such a great interview. So I was always happy whenever he gets work. <laughs> and he plays her ex. He's a cowboy and he's a jerk. He kind of stages this kiss for the paparazzis. And then she makes a deal with the paparazzi lady. And, um, and then uh the uh the play goes on and uh then they do a great job and then her and victor zinc jr make up but she still goes back to hollywood and then he shows up on her doorstep and it's merry christmas and everything yes and so yeah i mean <laughs> i did i i guess i can't remember what i gave christmas break i think maybe three nice. um or 2.75 something like that um i would give this uh, <laughs> i'm I'll gonna give it, it yeah you go first yeah i'll just i'll just be nice i'm just gonna give it a flat two it's just that's yeah <laughs> i will give it a 2.5 okay i do think it's the best out of this group so okay <laughs> hey everybody i just want to take a second from this episode today to tell you about the hallmarkies podcast awards yes we're doing another hallmarkies podcast awards the second annual awards will be held later this month in january but right now you can go vote if you are listening to this between january 1st of 2021 to january 8th of 2021 you can go into the description click the voting link and vote for your favorite things from hallmark channel um in 2020 so go click that link go vote and you have until january 8th 2021 at midnight pacific standard time to vote and there will be more information about when that will be airing and all that fun stuff in the weeks ahead. So go down in the description and vote. Back to the episode. Um, then we have the Christmas High Note. And this this movie was so strange. I felt like it's, uh, this stars 
uh, stars Jamie Lunar and Johnny Mesner. And it's after being stood up by her partner, Brad, Rachel soon meets Michael and his teenage daughter, Sophia. During Christmas Eve pageant rehearsals, Sophia finds herself challenged to hit the high note in her solo of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Rachel offers to coach Sophia's performance and discovers a new interest in Michael. This movie I just thought was very strange. I thought almost every choice, I'm like, that was a weird thing to say. Why did they say that? Why did they do that? That was a weird choice. That was a strange casting decision. What was going on? <laughs> pretty much all around. I thought it was pretty poorly made as the, the, the ADR, the some of the other things going on that were weird i i thought the whole relationship between between her rachel and michael was kind mm -hmm. of strange and, and then she also was having this relationship with brad and i don't know i just i did not like it at all it was not good i the the dad character kind of confused me because it was almost like he was rooting for the guy who consistently stood his daughter up yeah and I was like, why would you, like, they've been together for four years and it's a consistent thing of him standing her up. Why would you be all for your daughter being with him? Like, it just, I, yeah. And then the whole this side romance weird. with him and Brad's mom. And I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. And I didn't, there was zero chemistry between these people at mm -hmm. all. And uh, I don't know, they were really competitive against each other. Like that whole bake sale thing and i just wasn't i guess it was supposed to be enemies to lovers but i i didn't feel it mm -hmm. and i don't know it just felt really like one minute they were kind of hating each other and then the next minute they would be practically making out with each other like it was just a weird movie i didn't think it worked at all it was pretty much unwatchable i was very confused the entire time yeah. i the characters didn't make any sense like why is she helping out she seems to like music at some points and then not like music at other points sometimes she wants to sing other times she doesn't want to sing i don't know i just didn't like it at all okay i got i honestly fell asleep towards the end of this movie um but did she want to be a vet or be a musician <laughs> yeah i was confused and then they uh because her dad owns the veterinarian clinic and she's mm -hmm. kind of mad at him she wants him to retire well she's mad at him for selling it but, but she also doesn't want to take it over yeah and i'm she's confused like, you work too hard yeah exactly you work too hard but also don't sell your clinic i don't want to take it over though okay well then what what do you want him to do <laughs> yeah and at times it felt like is this is this trying to be a faith-based film uh there were scenes with the pastor and some other stuff and then there would have scenes where they're drinking getting drunk and singing karaoke and i don't know it was just really weird yeah it was a weird movie i just i, I gave it a one like, why was she spending so much time with brad if the whole point of the movie is for her to end up with michael mm -hmm. were they trying to do like a love triangle and, and brad came in so late into the movie too like we didn't see the actor yeah he stands her up and then comes back and they get drunk and go karaoke together and so yeah i mean i think it's almost a generous one if that's possible <laughs> it was really really bad 
um so zeros so (laughs) so yeah one (laughs) um okay so then we have christmas at the castle this is also called christmas in the highlands i believe at some places and Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) this stars dan giannette and brooke uh brooke burfitt and it is a New York sales manager is sent to the remote Scottish Highlands uh, at Christmas to acquire a limited edition perfume from a dashing Earl preparing to his for his annual ball and falls in love instead. This movie was seriously hurt by the fact that it was very poorly made. And I, again, I have a high tolerance uh, compared to most of my, my uh, film critics, uh, pals this the adr was really bad the sound design was really bad it it was hard to hear sometimes what characters were saying mm-hmm. and the music was way too loud it just all those things it made it pretty much unwatchable for me it was a bad movie watching experience <laughs> it was. and aside from that also the main character was she was so frustrating yes she was and i just didn't understand any of her the reason she was doing anything and also no person is gonna be like oh yeah i make films for a living and then not know how to use a camera like <laughs> like yeah. how did he not go yeah no you don't know how to turn that thing on you're not a filmmaker yeah there was that and then the whole perfume thing and yeah like what is happening here Why? yeah it's just and then all of a sudden she's she's hanging out at the castle all of a sudden now yeah and they were like in and out of accents at one point it's like trying to be a they're filming at another point she's like after she's this about the perfume um i i thought you could just feel the lack of budget her dress wasn't what it looked too big for her it didn't look like it fit right um like i said the adr was really really bad the audio it just uh killed it mm-hmm. yeah and there's yeah, there's not much i can really say to praise yeah. this film there is audio from me on the podcast last year saying at least two or three times that i wanted this to come out in america because i wanted to see it uh-huh. um i would like to retract those statements <laughs> that's it that's all i gotta say okay (laughs) all right well i give it one as well it was just too poorly made it's uh it's going right up there with that marcus rosner one for me yeah (laughs) it really is and the thing is i love dan giannette so much he's so great um paris wine and romance awesome i love the bold type he's great in that but oh yeah but like oh goodness this movie i was just like oh gosh it's rough he couldn't say that that's for sure mm-hmm. All right so then we had my sweet holiday and this is like my chocolate christmas or something like that other places mm-hmm. yeah anyway uh so this one is is the girl from the city comes back finds out that her parents want to retire and from running their chocolate business and she is very upset about this and it seems like she's perfectly happy though in her life so i don't know why she particularly cares so much if they sell the chocolate business to a perfectly nice person 
Uh, but she gets assigned, even though she hasn't been there and hasn't been working there, she gets assigned to train the person who's then going to be buying the chocolate business named Alex. This one, it stars Malone Thomas and Jason Burke. And so it's basically them doing a lot of chocolate stuff. I mean, it yeah. looks delicious. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, delicious there's like a they're they're planning the retirement party for her parents and he has a daughter Mm -hmm. and we find out that she quit culinary school and uh because she lost a uh gingerbread competition so ruined and she gave up and then he decides for some reason i couldn't quite figure out why he decided it was a good idea for them to make a hundred gingerbread houses yeah i the whole time i was like they own a chocolate shop it's their retirement party why don't they do a buffet of their (laughs) chocolates yeah of their like most favorite desserts over the years or something like why are you doing gingerbread houses also if i got a gingerbread house as a dessert as a part at a party yeah just take it home and look at it like i wouldn't yeah that's the thing in these christmas movies even on hallmark they always pretend that people eat gingerbread houses no one eats a gingerbread house first of all the icing that you use for gingerbread house is royal icing which has no flavor Mm -hmm. and isn't good but it sticks well and so nobody wants to eat a gingerbread house like they're too hard i mean if you unless you have a bad gingerbread house but you don't want that candy you don't want that like it's gross no one does that yeah exactly it was weird that they had like a petting zoo out in front of the Mm -hmm. store i was like wow that's a new one i was like what why (laughs) um i mean they had absolutely no chemistry out of these two actors at all uh and the little uh, girl was adorable she did a good job also (laughs) there's like a point where she thinks that alex is dating who it turns out to be his sister but i felt like it was too late in the movie mm-hmm. for that to be a thing that you know like yeah. you've spent a lot of time together you would know whether so and so had a sister yeah or at that point or he would have mentioned like i have a significant other of some point at some right point. yeah yeah especially if like he was he's buying a business if he had a significant other i'm sure the significant other would want to see the business at some yeah. point like yeah just odd and so uh they they make up in the end and they decide they're gonna be together and run the store 50 50 and that there we go but i don't know this one it was better than those other two we just talked about mm-hmm is this one your favorite of the group? Or? Yeah, I'd have to say so, yes. Just because yeah. it looked so delicious. How about it? I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Um, I would give this one, even though I liked Spotlight's a hair more, I would give this one probably 2.5 as well, but it was pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it a 2.5. So then we had on own channel, we have My First Christmas, and this one, uh, it uh, stars Idara, Victor, Antonia Start. Uh, sorry, this stars Idara, Victor, Antonia Stewart. And it's uh, 
it's given up for adoption and placed in foster care as a at a young age writer hallie downing receives the blessing of a lifetime when she is invited to spend christmas in new orleans with the biological family she never knew she had so yeah she literally gets a uh a packet in the mail from a lawyer saying we need your dna because we're trying to figure out this person's estate you might be related to this person Mm-hmm. and i guess she's been in a closed adoption so i i don't think that's how it would really go down but who I knows i think that that can legally happen but it, okay <laughs> I don't think so. but um uh and so she goes to visit and the whole thing was just very strange like she goes there and they have a separate place setting still left out for the dead dad who's, who's lost and uh and they the just the drama between everybody the the one uh sister has a uh has is married to a woman who nobody knows that she's gay which was just a weird plot line i felt like um and there's uh um there's people thinking of going into business together there's all kinds of drama um and there's this whole thing with this ugly christmas sweater party and uh that she she wears to this party and then she feels tricked into the party i don't know the i kind of it kind of lost me after a while to be honest um they get upset with her when they find out that she has a pen name and that she's writing all these books uh, which i didn't really understand why they were upset with her and then there's this whole long segment where they eat pizza and ice cream and, and so then it seems like it was just very like one minute it felt like huge drama and conflict and the next minute it was like party and i was just like what um the well, I, uh, I skipped that one then i guess <laughs> they get in a fight and she goes to the hotel and and she she leaves the house because she's upset and then this guy that she's kind of been interested in Devin, he comes over and he finds her and he says we'll make it all work you know we're a family and everybody apologizes at the end for being mean and i don't know i just i just felt like it was very up and down uh and i didn't really like any of the characters i didn't really think it was a good movie so i would give this one um i'll give it a 1.5 okay so i guess just a little maybe a a half yeah i'll give it a 1.5 it was a rough week (laughs) for tv christmas movies yeah it was it was yikes so let's talk about a good one we like so the 12 dates of christmas like i said you can watch this on disney plus right now old classic abc family movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'd seen this i think once before but it had been a while yeah my mom and i watch this like almost every year we really enjoy this one it was fun to revisit it this was from 2011 Mm -hmm. stars uh amy smart yeah in the lead role and uh and then mark paul gossler as the leading man 
And it's a play on your time loop stories that we've seen a lot before. But basically, she ends up experiencing uh, this uh, Christmas Eve date, Christmas date, uh, 12 times. <laughs> and is in this time loop. And at first, she starts out pretty selfish. Uh, she's very critical of her dad's uh new wife uh and named sally and uh she's she's kind of critical of her dad she's critical of pretty much everybody and she's not taking this date seriously so she kind of just shrugs it off and then she uh she and she's kind of obsessed with her ex named jack and then things start to happen and she gets hit in the head and she gets sprayed by the perfume lady at the department store and she passes uh, out passes out and then this is the day that she ends up experiencing 12 times and one thing that was fun is larmiata plays her bff her best friend mm -hmm. yoka and i love her i loved interviewing her i think she's really funny and i keep saying i think her and cardi wong should do a movie together mm -hmm. i think they would be so good yes definitely agreed mm -hmm and so yeah and you have benjamin Ayers in here of course we know uh from hallmark yep. uh, later on and so what is your what do you like about this movie yeah, what's your this, favorite part this movie had such a great lineup as well but i just i like the idea and this like kind of goes back like i've talked about this before in i think when talking about like a heavenly christmas and stuff is mm -hmm. like the idea of stopping and learning about the things happening around you and experiencing the things happening around you and that's what i like about this movie it's like oh she just thought her neighbor was annoying and so she had ignored her she didn't know that she was by herself and just was kind of reaching out for some human connection and then they ended up baking together having fun or the person she walks yep. by every year putting up a snowflake like she didn't know that it was, he was doing it as a gift for his girlfriend like the the small yeah. things that she kind of like had walked past either every year or every day and kind of just ignored like kind of being in her own world she got to experience those things and i really like that idea and that's one of the reasons i love these time warp type of movies because i think that's yeah. that's a really cool premise i enjoy that yeah and if people can handle a little bit more mature contact it's an r rating uh the this year was palm springs on hulu it was another time loop romantic comedy oh really it okay. uh it was a lot of fun yeah with andy sandberg and kristen miliotti like i said it is r-rated so it does have some content but uh but it was really cute too where he uh she goes to this wedding she ends up in his time loop just experiencing this wedding every day over and over and over again it's it's cute and so it starts out she you know goes on the date and uh she is kind of upset with him for ordering for her uh which what do you think about that would you be irritated if somebody ordered for you Probably not if I'd never met them before and they were like sitting alone by themselves for a little bit at the restaurant. Uh -huh. I'd be like, okay, whatever. And like, I don't like particularly drink that much and I don't really like beer, but at the same time, she kind of just like brushed yeah. it off type of thing, which was a little frustrating to me. And I kind of, I might've at least like tried it to be nice or yeah. like explain to him that oh I don't really drink alcohol that instead of just kind of being like yeah no I want my Chardonnay or yeah 
I mean, I, I couldn't because I just, I don't drink for religious reasons, but I think I wouldn't have the date in a bar to begin with. So kind of sets the wrong, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I think it's, it's within reason for somebody to order a beer for you. If you're waiting for a date in a bar, Uh, I think that, that that's somewhat natural. Um, so she's kind of upset with him. She wants to be with Jack. She leaves the date early to be with Jack, but Jack has a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's kind of frustrated and she goes to her house with Sally and her dad. And Sally says, Oh, you missed your chance. He's a good guy. And she's just kind of irritated about it. And so then she relives the day. So day two, uh, she tries to win over Jack, but he finds out that he's proposing to Nancy and she completely blows miles off. And she, she's really upset with him about the, when he says that he has his, he talks about his wife. He says, you didn't tell Sally that you had a, mm-hmm. uh, that you had a wife and And she didn't even let him finish the sentence right that's the thing she should have known she's in a christmas movie she should have known he's a hot widower (laughs) i mean come on (laughs) that should be your (laughs) go-to so then day three uh she this is when she gets to know her neighbor as you said And she's played by Jane Eastwood. And Jane Which Eastwood. I love her. Yeah. Well, see, for the most part, I love her, except she played Mrs. Hammond on the 1985 Anna Green Gables, which is like one of my favorite things ever. Oh, no. and, and, and Mrs. Hammond was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she was awful to Anne. And so whenever I see her, because she was in so many Christmas movies this season, she was in three or four bunch. Mm-hmm. And so then to see her in this, I'm just like, Mrs. Hammond is everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's, she's really fun. She's really fun. She'd be somebody I think would be fun to interview, but I would have to ask her about playing Mrs. Hammond. <laughs> she has three sets of twins and uh and that Anne has to take care of oh my goodness (laughs) yeah I've never I've Uh, never watched Anna Green Gables like any of them before (laughs) oh it's so good to me it's it's one of to me it's perfect the the original not the sequel Anne of Avonlea is not as good but the original Anna Green Gables Megan Follows uh is I think perfect. He's, I absolutely he's a director now, right? Megan Follows is a pretty popular director now. Yeah, right? she's done some One Calls the Heart and some mm-hmm. other things. I love her and I just love the original Anna Green Gables. Anyway, she plays Mrs. Hammond in that and mm-hmm. she is horrible. <laughs> um, but, but it's very sweet here. She gets to know her and why she's baking and, uh, and she's lost her husband and she makes ch- chocolate cherry chip bread that sounded yummy i yeah really it did <laughs> i was like oh may i try something <laughs> yeah so then day four uh she meets jack in the jewelry store and then she starts talking to lee who is the wife of the snow uh, uh the um, snowflake light person and they hang out and they have a fun day together and and then she meets miles 
And she also sees Toby, who's waiting there for a blind date. I thought Toby was a little weird. Yeah, a little bit at first. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, weird. Sitting by himself. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So then day six, she goes to the botanical gardens with her dad. She misses the date because she's baking with Marjean mm-hmm. and with Lee and Miyoko, Miyoko. And they're all there baking. Uh, so then seventh day... Uh, the Miles invites her to the hockey rink, and that's when she realizes that he works with uh, with the group home youth in there. And uh, then day eight, Jack tells Kate tells her that he was going he's going to propose, uh, but then that he was going to propose, but then she changed after her mother died. Mm-hmm and uh, it was i always found that part strange because like he said they'd barely been together a couple months when that happened and stuff so i was like Uh okay that's a little weird but all right yeah i mean everybody changes from yeah when you experience trauma exactly but uh, she storms in on jack's uh romantic weekend because she's worried that he didn't buy the ring because they ran into each other and it's going to ruin the whole timeline mm-hmm. so the space-time co- continuum she gets scared and, and she thinks that that ha- that if he proposes then that will break the uh, the chain yeah of days like you the loop she didn't realize that like oh he can propose without a ring <laughs> yeah <laughs> and his uh nancy i guess she's just like yeah he did he doesn't have a ring yet <laughs> um and they're like well i guess you can stay here if you want i was like that was awkward Uh, yeah (laughs) um so then day nine uh she goes to the bar early and then she gets to know toby and gets to talk because i guess miles goes to the bar early to so he won't eat too much when he's with her which is probably pretty good dating strategy I would say. Odd, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think that they had pretty good chemistry, Amy Smart and Mark Paul Gossler? Definitely, definitely thought they had really good chemistry and that they worked good together. And they, I feel like their um, dialogue, they worked off each other very well. Yeah. Um, so that's, I really enjoyed that because they, they worked so good together, in my mm, opinion. Me too. And then the 10th day, uh, Kate gives... Uh, rich a new design so that he can propose to lee and then the 11th day kate helps michael who is one of miles's students and they reunite and then the 12th day kate helps rich uh to yeah to propose introduces margine to jim and toby to miyoko and she invites everyone to dinner and so everything is going well and they find michael they help everybody uh and miles says that he feels he has always known her though this is the 12th day the 12th day he feels he has always known her her whole life and there we go and that's the final day everything (laughs) so it was pretty cute it really was and they have chemistry it's a nice supporting cast it's a simple concept executed well i enjoyed it 
Yes. And last thing I want to say, though, is one of my favorite parts of this movie, though, is throughout the different dates, how there's little things like 10 lords a-leaping, the the pizza truck, all these different, like, oh, yeah, things, and you see it throughout the movie. I think that's so cute. Yeah, that was really cute. Three French hens, and there's a chicken. Yeah, Yeah, that was really cute. I like that too. (laughs) So I give this four stars. I agree, four stars. (laughs) Yeah, very fun. So let us know what you think of these movies. Were we too hard on them? Did you like them? Maybe somebody there is a big fan. Uh, And if you like 12 Dates of Christmas, like we do, let us know in the comments section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And we did it. We finished. Christmas complete. (laughs) A hundred, including Dash and Lily, a hundred and ten movies reviewed on Hallmarkies podcast by yours truly. That's great. That's awesome. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm currently at like forty-eight. So. it's pretty pretty crazy so yeah let us know your thoughts and like i said we are going to be doing a bunch of uh lists episodes so we'll be excited to share those with you coming up and uh amy how can people find you you can find me on youtube instagram or twitter or tiktok at it's amy craig and if you want to go over my youtube channel right now it's actually my 10-year anniversary today um on youtube so you can go see a uh, throwback of little amy on youtube on my channel if you want to check that out so oh fun yeah. yeah and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes I'm going to be doing best the worst list and other stuff over there on my channel as well so make sure you check it out that i would really appreciate it and you can follow the podcast at hallmarkies pod and hallmarkies podcast all of our social media and if you're listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews we really appreciate that And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which we have a really fun uh, watch along coming up in January with actress Natalie Hall. And we're going to be watching Winter Princess. It's going to be really fun. We haven't gotten the date yet for it. But anyway, we have good stuff coming. So if you want to be a part of it, only $2 a month to join and be part of the Patreon so check that out. We also have our merch store, which has tons of fun designs. And uh, so thanks so much, everybody. And one last time, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yay. Woo.